0: Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Cigar Guys podcast. We are here in the studio with Zachary Nikolai, co-host, and some special guests. We have Fabian and Jeff from Agonorsa Leaf. Thank you guys for being here.
1: What's up? What's up? Our pleasure, brother. Thank you for having us.
0: So we're going to go through I a had little... I no choice. <laughs> you did not. We're going to have to go through a little exercise here, and I'm going to let these guys explain what's going on here. Uh, but give us some brief introductions, how long you've been with the company and how you got into cigars and stuff like that.
1: Am I starting? Go for it. Okay. I uh, lost a bet to get in the cigar industry. No, actually, a <laughs> buddy of mine about 12 years ago, his family, generational grandfather, father, and, and my good friend, um, all cigar brokers. Back in uh, the Carolina area for a long time. Either way, gave me a phone call, asked me to uh, meet a guy who at the time was business partners with a guy by the name of AJ. I think you all know now. This is about 12 years ago. Convinced me on a Tuesday. uh, Got a phone call on Tuesday. Convinced me to meet with them on a Thursday for a meeting. Then convinced me two days later to get on a plane to fly to Vegas to do a working interview at the what was known as the IPCPR. So I showed up in Las Vegas not knowing at all what I was doing and was told to go sell cigars. I did very well, very quickly, thank God. AJ's masterful. However, uh they came back, they offered me a contract. I left the business that I was in and overnight I was in the cigar industry. I and, did okay.
0: no well, what business did you leave?
1: I was in an insurance broker. Okay. Yeah. So I figured if I could sell somebody a piece of paper um that says <laughs> God forbid you break a leg and somebody's gonna show up and pay your bill, well Hopefully, I can sell you a cigar that's a consumable item that you're going to need more of, and we can continue that you know, happy cigar circle of life, and it's, it's worked well. And then so. in 20 years, you go back to selling insurance to the same people. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I'm, I'm in it for the long play. Yeah. <laughs> um, and with Aganorsa, uh, once I became a broker, um, I've been with them going on my fifth year now, I believe. Very yes. nice. Yes, yeah.
2: A long, long time ago, I'd say year 2000, I smoked a cigar. Luckily, someone cut that cigar for me and lit the other side because <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. But I got in the cigar industry just by luck, a friend just kind of like Jeff. Listen, it's not real tough to get in the cigar industry, right? Uh, you, someone you know someone or you It's, it's either, impossible
1: to get out. It's like the mafia.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. Or 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 you know someone or you just such a fanatic of a company and you just keep calling them and go, I got to work for you. I got to work for you. I got to work for you. That's not what I did. But I knew someone, and uh, he told me I would t- uh, that the company that he worked for at the time wanted to hire me. Why I have no idea because I had no sales experience. Uh, <laughs> but I got hired, and you know, 24 years later, I'm still in the cigar industry. As for joining Agonorsa, I've been with Agonorsa for 141 days. Wow, very, that's, very long, very time. specific. G- uh-huh. well, that's, give or that's take more seven five. days.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nine hours, <laughs> 37 seconds.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, literally, I joined uh, Aganorsa July 1st of this year. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, before I was with Aganorsa, I was actually with Drew Estate for 19 years. Oh, so, wow. Okay. So I, I was uh, literally one of the very first people in 2000 uh, working in the U.S. market for for Drew Estate, Worked, started in California, then uh, regional manager, then director of sales, director of marketing, director of con- con- consumer engagement. Director of International Sales, and then a director of sales again, and then director of marketing. I had uh, like a full house of directorships, uh, cards, uh, working at Drew. I left, took four years off, told everyone I would never go back in the cigar industry. And then uh, Terrence uh, Agonorsa calls me and goes, Hey, let's have a conversation. So and he that's calls where it all me. Started. And that's, well, you, you know, uh, for me to co- go back in the cigar industry, I was burnt out. I was working, I was traveling 24. 24- 25 days a month and you know i had a girlfriend back then now she's my wife but uh very understandable and uh being on the road 25 days Mm. which made the first four years of me being with her last it felt like honeymoon stage it was four years but in all actuality it was like 98 days right because i was on the road all the the time so i i pretty much told him i couldn't do that anymore Mm. I'd, i'd be you know i'd be on the road for 15 days, two weeks a month. And they're like, no, you know, just uh, we need you to keep doing what you need to do. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to go. And I I left, you know, so literally I was by my pool watching clouds go by in Miami, smoking a hookah, smoking a cigar. And Terrence calls me and I knew that if I was going to go back in the cigar industry, it would be with a company that uh, of people that I understand people that, uh, uh, believe in the same beliefs mm-hmm. uh that i do and 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 people who are willing to work and, and do all the stuff i got no problem working and five minutes into the conversation with terrence and i'm like man this six foot seven giant skinny guy thinks exactly <laughs> like me so why not let's go let's go at it and and i've been having fun uh ever since man it's i'm i'm blessed i truly haven't been working i haven't worked a day in 25 years because i truly enjoy what i do that's yeah. awesome man yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome. So tell us a little bit about what we're going to do today.
2: Well, hopefully we're going to smoke cigars um, and uh, hopefully we're going to learn a few things. Uh, Hopefully our rep who's been with us for five years is going to learn a few things, too, because I was (laughs) at an event with him last night. And, uh, you know, I I hope uh, that guy shows up soon. (laughs) (laughs) No. So 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 real quick. So Agoners has been around for close to 30 years. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we're the largest grower of tobacco in Nicaragua. In the industry, we're the second largest. Uh, only Placencia grows more tobacco than us. But Placencia has Nicaragua and Honduras. Mm-hmm. If you solely take Placencia, Nicaragua, we're the biggest. Okay, gotcha. Uh, uh, but their Nicaraguan and Honduran put together, they're far ahead of anybody. So we're we're I'd like to say a close second, but we're second. Right. Uh, but we'd like to say, hey, we're first in Nicaragua, and that's what matters, right? Exactly. So- yeah. So, so we grow uh, um, a lot of tobacco, and uh, we are the. What we do is at our events, and you know, I I invite everyone who goes out and look for Agonorsa events all over the place, wherever you are, because this is one of the things that we offer, and and we you know we challenge the senses in a sense, mm-hmm. okay? And as we go along, uh, I'll, I'll I'll tell you
1: why. Usually, my uh, challenge is common sense. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I was just going to say, you can speak anytime you sense. want, but Not maybe we don't want it. you to
3: talk yeah. anymore. I could have I gone that route. I messed it up. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll, we'll cut him out. We'll cut him out. Oh,
1: okay. All right. Good. Thank you. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this lovely coffee I've got this There you go. Yes. Me too. Cheers. Yes. Yes. You've been you working go. hard enjoy. on morning. Yeah, thank so, you, know. you. Thank you. Yeah. So that's, that's a weird shade of coffee that you have. He has yeah, iced tea. I He's it's, drinking iced tea. Exactly.
2: Yeah. There's nothing wrong with iced tea in the morning. All right. So what we do is at our events we call we call fuma tastings. So so fuma tastings is literally one leaf. Uh, so what we're gonna do is um, we roll these little cigars over here. It's one leaf. So so imagine a leaf. We devein it. So when you devein, you have a right and a left. Hmm. And and we take one of the sides. It doesn't really matter. It becomes the filler. The other side becomes the the wrapper of this nice looking ugly stick. But but in a sense, you're gonna truly taste the essence of one leaf. Okay. And then, and then you guys want some too? And then, what we're gonna do is we're gonna slowly build to smoking a different one, and then you're gonna understand what a well balanced cigar is. You guys have smoked cigars all all the time for a long time, and you've heard of the phrase a well balanced cigar. Mm. But can you truly define a well balanced cigar after this episode? I
0: will. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) well, I was gonna say too, I mean, every cigar is well balanced, you know, that's what they tell you. Oh, yes. this is a well-balanced cigar so we're gonna learn now what actually defines a well-balanced cigar
2: exactly exactly so the first one you're gonna smoke is uh the corojo 99 okay corojo 99 so what i want you to firstly do is, is you take you take it you take a couple sniffs you know it's, it's gonna whatever whatever you smell and then and then you're gonna you know just start smoking take take a pre-draw a, a draw a pre-light draw and then, and then you're going to you know light it up like a cigar, and, and as you're smoking this, you're going to uh, let your mouth talk to yourself, and,
1: and your mouth is going to uh, start speaking to you. And slow and go, you get a lot of smoke real quick, so don't, yeah. you know, it's not a tightly rolled cigar, it's just one loose leaf.
2: So let me just describe the area where this leaf is from, right? This leaf is from Esteli. Now, first of all, all the leaves we'll be trying are Viso, right? Yeah. You, there's, there's, the first four leaves are Volato, then it's Secco, then Viso, and then uh, Lajero. And the reason why we do viso is because the viso is the, the leaf or the part of the plant that has the most oils, thus the most flavor, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So this viso, this this plant was grown in Jalapa. So Jalapa is the northern part of Nicaragua. It's closest to the Honduran border. And literally, it's where all the Cubans, when the, the first Cubans that came to Nicaragua, when they came from Cuba and they came to Nicaragua, they went to Jalapa region. Why? Because if you have a map here... Uh, uh, the longitude—it's the exact same longitude as Pinar del Rio, which is the fine, beautiful uh, area in Cuba where mm. they grow the Cuban tobacco. They also brought soil from them from from Pinar del Rio to Jalapa. Now, after many rainstorms and, and volcanoes and all that stuff, maybe that all that soil's gone, or whatever. But but originally they brought soil from from Cuba into the fields and, and whatnot. The the soil is very loose, very sandy. Okay. So, so I like to say uh, for a mental picture is this this tobacco plant is on vacation. And what do I mean by that? It's stretching out under the sun. It's growing as far as it wants, and and it's just enjoying the sun. It's about a, a, a thousand uh, meters a, a above sea level, and you know you have a lot of water and a lot of sun and just just chilling. So, what is happening to you when you're smoking this cigar? What are you tasting? I'm tasting, um,
0: it's very woody. Okay. Uh, there's some spice in there, especially if you retrohale it. Mm-hmm. Um, but very flavorful, like right from, the, right from the beginning, getting a lot of flavor out of there. A lot okay. of spice, a lot of wood. Yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm getting a lot of like
3: darker notes. Probably, yeah, a little bit of spice. Maybe some, I don't know, like espresso maybe. Like a dark. A little bit.
2: Yeah. Okay, so so this leaf right here, attacks you some jalapenos or, you know oh, <laughs> no it's nice. no, I mean, a lapa, no. this 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 leaf attacks you horizontally and okay. what do i mean by that is the very first thing that ha- should have happened is you get a more saliva in your mouth mm. okay? that is what happened actually so you got a lot more <laughs> saliva so both sides of your cheeks and then over over your tongue you get some smoothness with a little bit of spice but Mm. but the overall the overall uh, attack is both side to side so that's what i mean by leaf attacking you horizontally Hmm. okay all right now keep smoking this until you understand what that flavor does some people need three three puffs some people need 18 puffs some some people need to smoke the whole thing down we got plenty so whatever I might need like three or four Uh, Okay, that's fine. (laughs) So so remember, so in your mind, you put you put it down and you you remember this is the Corojo 99. Now, while you're putting it down and I'm passing you the Criollo 98, which is the next leaf, we are the only manufacturer to actually grow Corojo 99. The reason being Mm. is it's a very low yield. Right. So so when you're in the farming business and you want to you want to go crops, it's all about high yield. But why do we grow this Corojo 99? Because we actually really love the taste and we really love what, what the flavor does. If you would have gotten this little, you know, we would have been in Nicaragua and the little Nicaraguan dude would have given you this, this thing. He's like, this leaf, we call this leaf the gusher. And <laughs> the first time that dude told me that, I'm like, do not ever say that when you're in, in, in the U.S. Because the gusher in the U.S. means something else. That's for another show. I think we taped that on late nights, Friday <laughs> yeah, nights, Yeah, that's right? a late night show. Okay. Yeah. Same, right. Same
1: with Eduardo. When we saw the Palones when we did the factory tour, he goes, you know, here we call them Fumas. And he pulled out a, a leaf. One of the guys pulled out a leaf and rolled it up, similar to this, clipped the end, and he goes, all right, who wants to smoke some reefers? And I'm like, I, I pause and I look around. I'm like, what all do we grow on this farm, right? I've seen tobacco so far, but yeah, they they call it something different. Oh, over okay, there gotcha, well. yeah. But what, what we call a Fuma here in the so U.S. So
0: if we have a cigar that has... Uh, Coroa 99. Yes, it's coming from your farm, basically.
2: Any cigar from any manufacturer Mm -hmm. that says it has Coroa 99 is from us. Gotcha. Yes.
1: Um, Any cigar made with any tobacco anywhere in the world (laughs) is all from Aganorca. Aganorca. Don't 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 take that asterisk. There's an asterisk on there. Yeah. 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 Read the terms. You know, I mean,
2: at the end of the day, because we are the largest in Nicaragua, we actually sell a lot of our leaves. Altadis mm-hmm. uh, is our number one purchaser of tobacco. Drew State buys our tobacco, Fuente, uh, um, you know, so Padron. We yeah. e- even give a little bit of tobacco to the Cuban government, but, you know, that's a story I could tell you when the mics are off. Yeah, yeah. off the record, anyways, off the record. Yes. So now we're going to do the same thing, but with the Criollo 98. Okay, so again, you take a, take a little whiff, and then you're going to take a, a pre-light draw, and then you're going to start... Uh, 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 lighting that cigar and you're gonna you're gonna smoke it like a cigar. I wouldn't suggest you taking a bigger a, a big strong draw like you did for the first one. Yeah. Only because this one is gonna hit you in a different way. Qu- quintessential Nicaraguan tobacco. It hits is you it, right. Is it gonna hit knowledge. vertically? It, it's oh, gonna nice. hit you vertically. That's right. It's gonna hit you vertically. Oh, okay. But but you're, you're gonna you're gonna the mouth your mouth is actually gonna tell you why it hits you vertically and you're gonna see why it hits you vertically after the second puff. Your mouth should be like very very dry. The more you yeah. smoke, the yeah. more you smoke it, the the drier your mouth is. That's weird. Okay. Also, is sh- you should get a little hit on the back of your throat, and then uh, uh, you're gonna get a little more spice. And if you're very fragile to s- strength, it's gonna be a little stronger. Okay. The last the last thing is, after you take three or four three or four puffs, if you put your tongue to the roof of your mouth, you should get a little salty flavor. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Now don't be that guy that's like, oh yeah, that's like pink Himalayan salt and uh, you know, with rosemary and a, and a sunny day in Tuscany. I'm like, yeah, dude. Okay. Whatever. It just salty. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so that's that. So that's what I mean by this leaf hits you vertically because mm-hmm. it's not from side to side. It's not in your cheeks. It's, it's straight down on, on your tongue, your palate, and then your your the back of your throat. So, so you're understanding what that leaf does. Now, for a truly balanced cigar, guess what? You're going to need a vertical and a horizontal. Mm. So that way your whole palate gets attacked or, or gets, you know, uh, brushed up. Yeah. So what I'm going to ask you to do is after you, you get the, you know, that flavor uh, 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 a set and you understand what that leaf does, make sure your first cigar is lit. And then you're going to smoke both of them together. And then you're going to, so hopefully, get something completely different.
1: Remember the reference to uh, reefers I spoke about? You're about to cheat and chong this yeah. thing. Put two of them together and smoke at exact exactly the same time.
3: We're not we're not passing it around though. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: we got plenty. Everybody gets their own. Right? So the
2: extreme wetness of the first one and the extreme dryness of the second one now gives you a nice overall like balance. balance. Yeah. Balance. And you can well, I was truly
0: say s- you can actually feel it being balanced almost. Correct. Like you feel. One- It's more smooth. It
1: kind of combines better. Of course, one flavor profile can't be more dominant than the other. They have to marry together to Mm -hmm. make basically the simplest form of a blend.
0: And it feels like, too, there's more flavor overall because you're getting, you know, flavors from one and the other.
1: It
2: emphasizes them. It's very good. So, So if we were in a cigar event in a store... And we would do this right here. Uh, then my next question would be, all right, so have you ever smoked any Agonorsas? And people are like, yeah, no, I don't know Agonorsa, I don't even know how to pronounce it. This, and that, whatever. <laughs> What's the deal with this? So then my question would be, well, did you like the 99 by itself better? Did you like the 98 better? Or did you like both better? And then by the answer that they give, hmm. I can pinpoint you to specific brands that we have. So you have a better chance of liking your purchase, Right. So so that's that's what we do in uh, our Fuma tastings. Now here's the added bonus: there is one extra leaf that Ooh. we do, if a store carries the Cerberus. Mm-hmm. The Cerberus is a is a line out of the Guardian of the Farm, and it's uh, truly the only blend that we have that uses the Corojo 2012. So so then what you're gonna do is you're gonna put those two of those down, and then you're gonna
1: light up the Corojo 2012, Which, and, you, and Good. Huh? I was going to say, it's a similar seed. Corojo, the first one that we smoked in 99, but it's grown in the region of the second seed, the 98. Okay. So yeah,
2: so it's, if you put a family tree, it comes from the lineage of the C99, which then they, they genetically tweaked it a little bit. Uh, and then they started growing it in, in Esteli. And the reason why they tweaked it is one of the reasons why I told you at the beginning, we're the only ones to grow 99 because of the low yield. And when we wanted to get more yield, then uh, they tweaked it. And then now this one is, grows like a weed. It just grows. There's no problem. It just grows like crazy. It actually breaks through that clay soil very easily. It's just like, it's like a bully, right? So, so when you're smoking that, then you're going to realize what a bully leaf does. And, and then you're going to you know let me know what happens, what's happening in
1: your mouth. So I'm not a salted caramel kind of guy, but it to <laughs> me is leathery. It's got spice and leather. I've never smoked a belt, but that's the best way I can describe it, me personally.
0: Right. I can see that. Yeah. I got a little bit of saltiness at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of went away though. But I can see it's very—it's leathery.
2: It should be a little more, spicy. More up in your face. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, it's kind of more in the nostrils too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So then so Actually, then yeah very much ultimately when you finally get that blend that that flavor and you understand it then you're gonna grab the other two mm-hmm. and you're gonna smoke all three of them' all, make sure the other two are still lit and then you're gonna smoke all three of them together and literally if you enjoy that flavor I can give you a Cerberus and it's the exact same thing
3: which is a really yeah, good it, cigar too yeah this you really feel yeah. it the front of your mouth the front of your face yeah. you know that's where you taste all the spices and everything.
2: So yeah, so that's that's what we do. And you know, I mean, every manufacturer does events in stores, right? And everyone's like, "Oh, yeah. buy your buy four get one and buy buy a box, get a car and, you know, whatever." We, we know okay. it, it, <laughs> at our event, we, we someone buys a box, I give him a hug. That's that's what we can that's what we can do. But <laughs> but we give them knowledge before the event starts by trying something. out all these Fumas. So so again, smoke them as much as you want, smoke, you know, put them down, whatever. We got plenty of cigars over here that Jeff will tell you about all these cigars uh, coming up but uh, uh, it's literally one leaf. And I've seen people like pull out a roach clip on, on one specific yeah. <laughs> one, cause they want to smoke it down all the way to one. And I've seen people just chuck all three of them. And I've seen people just smoke two for the, for the rest of the evening. So so it, it is what it is. It's just more to to work out your mouth. And now you understand. And the cool thing is, is, is when you're out there in the humidor and you're buying other cigars and you you get that familiar flavor, you're like, oh, wow this cigar has agonorsa tobacco. I think
0: it's great, too, because uh, especially people that start smoking cigars, it's harder to pick up flavors in your brain. You know, people like, oh, I taste cedar, cocoa. And then you're sitting there like, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. But this kind of isolating it is probably a really good way to help people. Okay, this one's salty. This one's whatever. This one's more woodsy. And that probably helps them kind of conceptualize what people talk about when they say, I taste this now. I taste this now. Shoot.
3: I mean, even okay. with me, I've been smoking since I'm 18. And like, like this is amazing me on like the different flavors. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, well, cause yeah, cause you're, you've, you've done this before. Yeah. And it's no, it's changed, right? Right? He it's, looks
1: like he's 19. So I think he's been smoking like eight years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Six months. He's so, actually uh, 17. Uh, but,
0: <laughs> but then you're able to have the taste change like, you know, every minute if you want to. You can yeah, kind of yeah. go back and forth and better understand
1: what's going on. Well, back to what uh, the director, which I'm gonna nickname you now with all the director <laughs> titles you had. Um, yeah, so uh, from a sales standpoint, even if customers are not picking up, you know, salt and sweet and all, you know, the things that we say that you should g- generally get on your pallet. You right, because everyone's different. Senses. Right, it, just from an easy sales standpoint, again, going back to what uh, the director, see what I did there, um, was talking about earlier, you know, somebody will come up to the table and Oh, they can recognize a few brands. I can ask them a blend they've smoked or whatever. You know, in a very general question, you like light, medium, or full? Mm. Oh, I like medium. Well, medium means a thousand things to a thousand different people. Exactly. So how do I discern what you consider to be medium, right? This process truly allows us to take out the guesswork. Your mm. palate, your tongue is going to start to give us the answer. And, and the same thing he said, did you like the first? Did you like the second? Did you like the third? Do you like all three? Did you like the first two? Whatever they kind of say, we can pinpoint very close on the table to what they're generally going to like. Mm. They're literally their tongue just gave us the answer. Right, it's a good
0: point too because I feel like some people, uh, when they define strength, it might not always be the nicotine content. It might be like the flavor that they're getting.
1: And if spice. it's a strong flavor,
0: yep. so that's. Exactly what you're talking about, I think. And Us, for me,
1: if a, if a cigar is very spicy all the way through, and I full. love spice, yeah. I always say, man, the cigar is too strong, even though it's not the, the strength of the cigar. That's but also perception, perception, flavor profile, yeah. And it comes out of my mouth every time. And I go, I mean, it's too spicy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I correct myself. But if it's just like a Habano, a Squirrel that doesn't back off, and I'm like... Man, I, you know, I need it to back off a little bit or mm-hmm. start slow and pick up. That's yeah. my palate. Because right? sometimes
0: yeah. you might smoke a cigar that you think is on the more mild side. And then all of a sudden you're feeling it and you're like, yeah, oh, you're like, this right. is
1: full body. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, here's the thing. All the manufacturers way back when did a crappy job of explaining cigars because they came out with two scales. Right. So you have the strength scale and the flavor scale. But yet most cigar smokers only have one scale. So so you have to understand when they go into when someone comes into a humidor and they're like, oh, I want a, a mild, mild cigar, mild strength, mild flavor. Mm-hmm. And, and then they're like, what? So then you have to give them the difference. Just know that Agonorsa, any cigar that Agonorsa tobacco, we don't have mild flavor because mm-hmm. all our tobacco is Nicaraguan. So we're, so we're at least at medium, medium plus flavor. Mm-hmm. Now we've come up with mild cigars. But the majority of our cigars are medium, medium plus because we blend extensively all these powerhouse Nicaragua, you know, Esteli tobaccos and, and jalapa. So we're more medium plus full flavor, thus, yeah. more a little bit stronger. And, and like like he was saying, strength is not necessarily correlated to spice. The sp- that you could have a mild body spicy cigar, right? Mm. And, and and in a sense, when you're picking out a cigar, and most likely you're gonna pick out a cigar and you're gonna drink something, and, and I, it, people are like, "Oh, well, what's your pairing? How do you pair this and that? Whatever, mm-hmm. blah, blah blah." Well, so I always tell this to people: it's like, it's a, pairing is a very tricky thing because you, you you have a great cigar and you can have a great bourbon, or scotch, or rum. You and can they just have don't a, go to get good together. And yeah. they don't go together because they're both full body, which they fight. Right. right. So so ultimately before you start pairing anything, you wanna go into the the pairing with what do you want more of? Mm. Do you want more flavor from the liquor? Do you want more flavor from the smoke, the gotcha. cigar? And then depending on where you are, then you're gonna pick either a stronger liquor
1: or a stronger cigar, and then that's gonna marry very, very well. Mm. And if I can jump in on this as well, um, when people say, oh, what does it pair well with this, that, and the other, again it's very tough for me to answer that for somebody because like again i'm a bourbon guy i mean i like coffee in the morning um (laughs) no a lot of coffee but it's very
0: subjective to
1: each person right i don't like scotch. There's not a lot of scotches that i've drank in my life that sit well on my palate so i can't sit there and say to somebody with all honesty oh this cigar pairs great with a scotch why because I don't like my cigar with a scotch, right? Mm. I like a rum. I like a bourbon. I'm generally, something of a touch of sweetness, yeah. which I like combined with the spice. On my palate, those two sit very well. I don't want a peated scotch, because it's gonna, unfortunately, ruin the taste of my cigar, because yeah. I don't like peated scotch. Yeah. So it's hard to say, can you pair something? Or people say a beer. I'm not an IPA guy. So I can't sit here and tell you that to have a 90 minute IPA with this cigar, it's gonna taste great, because the cigar may be great, I don't think the IPA is great. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Hey, Jeff, yeah. they keep staring at these cigars. Though, all right. right, so yeah,
1: let's... Oh, by the way, in, uh, with the Fuma portion uh, as well, I know we tell you, you know, one, smoke one, smoke two, smoke three, smoke one and two together, all three together. You can actually have a little fun with it. You can smoke number one and three and make your own croco well, I was just cro- say, cro- smoke one and three for a little bit. Yeah, Very you can nice. smoke two and three together. You can have fun with it. You can change it up. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah so we brought uh, a, a plethora of cigars. Gentlemen, feel free to, to jump in. Uh, obviously, we have uh, Connecticut. Well, why don't you ask them which...
2: Blend of the Fumas mm. they liked. Great call, sir. So, what okay. if I said one and three? Then I'd say, <laughs> We're not here. We we'll close the shop at the no, house. <laughs> I, I would actually give you yes. the La Valedacion okay. Corojo. Exactly. I'll try yes, that sir. one. Yeah. All right. The one with the arm. And how about you? I liked all three, to be
1: honest. All three together. Okay. Well, servers, servers. you're <laughs> screwed because <laughs> the sales guy failed you once again. <laughs> the, I have no Cerberus with me. I whoever apologize. the sales guy was. Have you had was the Cerberus before? I have yeah. it. Okay. For so anyone watching, it. they're taking the interviews. I'll, it's been a great time working back and forth. today is officially my last day.
3: Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, see, I didn't. I didn't smoke. You know, one and three and two to three together. So. Uh, yeah.
2: Okay. Well, do you want, I mean, one, you want? You want to try it? Oh, let's do it. Let's All right, let's do it. Let's do it. He's got. It. He can be like I mean, u- ultimately, you, you'll smoke whatever one you want. But uh, yeah, I mean, it would be good.
1: What do you More want? beneficial. Stage uh, left. What are you having over there, sir? I like one and two. One and two. So that's closest again to the original Guardian. But that'd be a good blend right there. Can never go wrong. I will wrong give you the leaf.
2: torpedo or the Bellicoso Rare Leaf Maduro, sir. Yeah, which is a very right. special cigar. We only sell that to 137 customers or 137 accounts nationwide. Uh, those accounts are deemed select partners of ours. So uh, enjoy, oh, that. Yeah.
1: Uh, Fabian. What would you like? What did you like best, uh, Fabian? <laughs> I w- I he love the
2: air. I love the coffee. Actually, the <laughs> the coffee was very good. I'm going to smoke an uh, Aganorsa, Connecticut, Anniversario. Yes,
3: well played. Let's see. Let's do two and three. What do you got for me?
2: Two Two and three. three.
3: Oh, it's
2: (laughs) it's it's most likely gonna be the uh, that that one. Got jokes. Yeah.
0: And what's the red box? Okay. Ah, So
2: here's this Fabian's project. Look at this thing. My project. My project. It's called New New Cuba Superior. Right. So, New Cuba Superior is a very different cigar. It's also going to be one of the most important cigars for the history of Aganorsa, only because in a cigar smoker's journey, everyone starts off with sweet or mild, then goes up, right? The person I've never heard of, and and if there is, uh, please call into the show, but uh, if if, uh, someone's ever started their smoking journey with a full-body cigar, it was not only their first, but it was their last cigar also. Really, you
0: you? I'll tell you this. I had a Padron nineteen twenty six Maduro as my very first cigar.
2: Ring ring collar your own. Tell us what cigar you just smoked. Okay. All right. Well there's one. There's that one we found the unicorn. Okay.
0: So I was smart too though, because I got a smaller one. It was probably a four inch, something like that. Okay. So I was able to finish it. And I enjoyed it. I didn't know why, but I enjoyed it. And then I came back and got maybe a couple more of the Padrones to try. But then I started branching out to you know, figure out what was going on. So I was on a Davidoff hike for a while. And then I was like...
2: All right. So you went you went strong, but then you went down to, yeah, to exactly. mild.
0: So I was
3: kind yeah. of
2: all
0: over the place for a minute.
3: Well, you, well, you know what it was? Uh, uh, we were sold on Davidoff, right? So we would go in, you know, right across the street all the time. And then we kind of just started... Someone's like, oh, these are the best cigars you could get. So then we just started smoking them, you know, every time we went in there. And we were young. We didn't have any bills, but we were both working. So we're both making, you know, money. And uh, yeah, so we just... Kept smoking. And finally, I think, I forgot who it was. Might have been, honestly, it might have been Denny or something. But uh, he's like, oh, try try this one. Try this one. And then so we started branching out. Something a out. little more
0: budget friendly.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
3: we started branching try out. Say, when,
0: you know, stuff like that.
1: <laughs> I like Davidoff as, uh, as well. But uh, I love when I run into the rep and he gives me a few of them to uh, take with me. Of course, it's, yeah. It's
2: easier, it's, easier on the
1: pocketbook.
3: Yeah, especially nowadays, you know, with inflation.
1: Hey. Well, so here, here's the thing, right? Unfortunately, sir, you were out of the room, so you're going to get skipped on a cigar, but uh, we're going to enjoy on your behalf. We have, we have plenty if you'd like something.
2: Back, back in 2000, okay, so we found the two guys that you know what you want? didn't follow through with, uh, with my plan. Thank you. Right? We should have worked this out before I started my story here, but here's the thing. When, when, I, when I was with Drew State, all we had is acid cigars, the, the most non-traditional cigar in a very traditional industry. And people didn't really understand it. But it wasn't until I, I went around and I sold some and I passed out a whole bunch and this and that people understood. And I was starting to create new cigar smokers. So so since 2000, the majority, like maybe 98, 98.3% uh, people start smoking with a sweet cigar, mm-hmm. whether it's an infused cigar or a flavored cigar, uh, which... I could tell you what the difference is if you don't necessarily actually
0: yeah explain that for the audience because okay okay so it's it so, confusing
2: so a flavored cigar the flavor of the the flavor is put onto the leaf mm-hmm. whereas an infused cigar the flavor is actually s- absorbed by the leaf mm-hmm. so a, fla- a flavored cigar the the sweetness uh, or the flavor is actually put on and it has a lower heat index than the actual tobacco so as you're as you're pulling through and you're taking the, the hot air after it goes through the, the, the portion of your cigar, it's lit, it's hot air, and then it goes in, in and it burns all the flavor off the cigar, which means if you're f- smoking a flavored cigar, usually about halfway through, that flavor is gone and you're just smoking just air. Like, it doesn't really taste anything. That tobacco doesn't really taste anything. An infused cigar, the flavor is actually the uh, in the leaf, so the flavor gets burnt as the leaf burns. So from the first puff to the last puff, you're gonna taste the same flavor. Now, some people are like, oh, well, it was very sweet at first and it's not so sweet at the end, but I'm still tasting the National Botanical and Herbal Oils. But the reason is when you first put a sweet cigar in your mouth, your subconscious works against you because it's like sweet, this shouldn't be sweet. Mm -hmm. So you focus on the sweetness and then it's only after you take a couple puffs or you, you go along with it, then your mind stops worrying about that this thing is sweet and then it allows the sweetness to be part of the cigar. So it's not like the sweetness that never goes away, it's just that the sweetness is not in the spotlight, right? Okay. So, someone who smokes uh, acid, a, a Sweet Jane, I actually created Sweet Jane. Oh, really? Uh, uh, tobacco especial, ambrosia, natural, uh, flavored cigars, then they start there. And then, if you really think about it, in the journey, in the smoker's journey, there's two big steps. The first big step is, I'm gonna start smoking cigars, but the next big step is going from a sweet cigar to a mild cigar, right? Because as we're growing up, we're all learning about sweet. We're all learning about sour, about salty and all that. But we've never you know, we never learned what tobacco is. You, it, you actually learn about what tobacco is by smoking cigars, by smoking different cigars. You understand what this type of t- tobacco gives you and, and all that stuff. So as as you smoke more in, in, in different types, you, your knowledge of tobacco is getting bigger and bigger. So for someone who's never smoked a cigar to go into i want to try a mild cigar that's the largest step going from mild to medium isn't necessarily Mm -hmm. a big step and medium to full some people are like oh but it's not because you're starting to build a tolerance and you start wanting more and more and more so why did i tell you this whole thing right here is because this cigar right here is going to be that cigar which is kind of like in between the infused and sweet cigars Mm and the mild cigar and what do i mean by that yes it has some sweet to sweet notes to it yes if you put it in your mouth you're going to get some sweetness but as you smoke the cigar you're going to get that agonorsa leaf which means you're going to get those earthy tones you're going to get a little bit of spice so you as you have that little you know linus blanket safety blanket of sweetness in the back going yeah i'm, I'm here i'm here you know uh, uh, just go a little further go a little further mm-hmm. then you're going to start understanding what the tobacco does so it's a cigar for people who want to start into the cigar industry uh they want to they want to start smoking it's also a cigar for people who want to go from mi- uh, sweet to mild and it's not a cigar hopefully there's going to be a few people that smoke this cigar for the rest of their lives but it's not necessarily going to be a cigar that for people are going to smoke for a long long time heck i smoked sweet cigars for 15 years right it took me 15 years to get away from f- sweet cigars hopefully there's four or five of those guys that latch onto new cubas and, and that's good but the reason why it's more important for Agonorsa is because all our tobacco is more medium plus strength-wise and flavor-wise. So so we always only had the capability of reaching a cigar smoker on their journey about halfway through. Okay, yeah. So now we have the capability of, of, of reaching or, or getting to them a lot earlier. And as they're smoking the cigar, they understand the flavor, the consistency, the burn, the, the, the draw is nice. It's just a, 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 the next step is, okay, well... What does agonorsa have in mild what is what do they have in medium and and, and whatnot so we, we this cigar came out it's it's being it's coming out and uh, uh it's getting like really good reviews and and people are really really loving it so much so that we only have one so so uh you guys are gonna have to arm For wrestle sure, yeah. or, <laughs> or, or rock paper scissors or whatever thank you best seven it. out of 13 we can chop it into and, four pieces we're just gonna chop so. the cameras and then we'll share it you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so hopefully you 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 smoke it and then you, it, it you realize what what I just said okay yeah now for you guys who've been smoking for a lot uh cigars for a long time I would say smoke that cigar the first cigar of the day mm-hmm. and smoke it with either a, a coffee mm-hmm. or or a tea whatever uh, English tea or whatever coffee your first puff is going to be sweet but it's going to feel like it's overly sweet but then you take a sip of your coffee or your tea that's going to coat your mouth and kind of wash the sweetness away and then your next, all your next puffs aren't going to be as sweet. And you're going to start to slowly understand and taste those agonists tobaccos. tobacco. Okay. I, I thought we dumped all the tea in the harbor. Hey, <laughs> I got some <laughs> left over. Yes.
1: Um, That's so awesome. If I can tell a quick story yeah, about go for it. handing someone the last cigar of a sample along the way, it had uh, a retail account where there are two owners and generally you bring in two of every cigar so they can each individually try it and make a decision whether or not it's going to go on the shelf. So I saw something in my career that I'd never saw before. Um, I handed the one stick over. The gentleman proceeds to light it up. Uh, the other gentleman uh, tears off a piece of paper, folds it, nice little strip, is wrapping it around his finger several times, kind of crunches it down, makes like almost a ring, right? And uh, kind of paying attention. I don't know what they're doing. And next thing you know, he hands the uh, lit cigar over that's clearly been in his mouth he's mm. been smoking. And the other guy takes the piece of paper and puts it on the end of the cigar, almost mm. like a hookah tip. And then he proceeds to smoke a little bit of it as well. And they look at each other and they nod. As a hookah
2: smoker, I am uh, so against
1: that because I, hookah tips are made out of plastic. Yeah. Listen, I,
0: <laughs> well, I was going to say, now we could do that for this cigar. We can all have our own paper mouth so pieces. I, yeah, <laughs> you can I'm do
1: not that. suggesting that. I'm just telling you what I saw. The good news is whatever that trick that those guys had worked well because they ended up ordering the product and putting it on go. the shelf and it went well. But, yeah, that was that was new to me.
0: Right. And then we have the Connecticut, too. Is that more on the mild side or is that still medium plus? Well,
1: I don't want to take all the credit. No, I'm just kidding. Well, this
2: There's is the joke. master blender of the Connecticut uh, over here. And I he can tell could t- he's wearing
0: the blue shirt, yeah, yeah, blue yeah.
2: He can tell you and the man. whole
1: story behind this. Uh, okay, so please tell us the whole let's, story, master let's, blender. Let's be clear. It was a collaborative effort amongst the entire Aganorsa <laughs> family. Uh, subtle suggestions from all of us uh, sales reps as uh, our, our anniversario uh, Corojo, which is in a white box, selling very well. Uh, came out with a Maduro, which has its own shade-grown Nicaraguan uh, corojo maduro yes we have our own maduro leaf we truly have a puro top to bottom uh in the black box and noticing on a, a company that we have many SKUs, we have about five pages of, of sales sheet, small line items and at the time really three connecticut's in the entire company most everything we had was again like you said medium medium full we didn't have a lot of connecticut's in the organization so you know speaking with a couple of the other reps hey wait a minute can't we do an Anabasario in a uh connecticut mm-hmm. and it came out and it's done very very well so uh, again like to say it's a truly a collaborative effort because if you asked me how to make a cigar i would have no idea
2: oh you didn't try the tobacco in the cigar
1: yeah um people are just so, a
2: squeaky wheel you gotta me, do let,
1: the fuma you know yeah <laughs> so when people generally ask me you know i, I try to dumb it down they're like hey uh, what's in this and i go uh tobacco. tobacco yeah and they're like well where's it from I, uh the ground and they're like <laughs> oh wow well, he's really good at his job so yeah it's, Got me this far. I'm 12 sold. Years. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Well, Squeaky I know we, wheel, master blender. That's yeah. what I'm going to call it, you. It. It's it's the hair. It's the smile. That's yes. it. People buy. Thank God.
0: So I would say yeah. we're probably got to pick some of those up because that's the only anniversary we haven't had. Because uh, oh, we've yeah. had the Maduros, we've had the uh, again
1: number one sales rep in the country. Oh. No, we, we have go. more in the oh, car. We'll that, make sure to yeah. hook you up for no, you. Do no, you have a piece that, of yeah. paper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me try
2: Oh, here. Remember the checkout? I will put the yeah. cellophane <laughs> on it.
0: Yeah. Hey, basically plastic. So yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you bring yeah. any hookah tips?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Come no, on, I no, have are you doing? Who's failing this now? I have my own hookah. I don't share my hookah with everyone else. Come on, director. Man.
1: Master. So again, we'll talk about a couple of our products. Uh some people uh, out in the world, you know, JFR was a very established brand just for retailers for a long, long time with uh, what was Tropical and then Casa Fernandez and now Aganorsa over, again, 25, 30 years in the marketplace. And, and some retailers, I mean, have supported that line for a very long time. Yeah, And, you know, the transition along the way, and they know us for some bigger ring gauge cigars, right? We make 60s, we make 70s, we make 80s, we make the new. Ten by a hundred. There you go. Um, we also make lunatics. Brought to you by Aganors. <laughs> yeah, Jared, Jared back there likes a likes a big ring gauge in his mouth. But uh. yeah, buddy, good for you, pal. I'm glad I'm sitting over here. <laughs> um, man. So uh, we just want to you know highlight all of our brands. Not only do we have uh, things like New Cuba, which uh, again sell very well for us, uh, lunatics and JFRs, uh, La Sion series, uh, which again, thank God for our buddy Terrence, who's not with us today, marketing guru, decided to uh, take everything and and uniform it. Right, we had a uh, I think the Connecticut blend was in twenty-count boxes and four sizes, and all the others were in fifteen-count boxes and two or three sizes. So we just kind of shirred everything up: Robusto, Toro, Grand Toro, fifteen-count boxes. Okay, yeah. Connecticut, Corojo, Maduro, and of course Habano. So we wanted to make that you know beautiful block of Aganorsa on the wall in every retailer in the country, if we can. That's our goal, right? Um, well, here's the thing, right? So Terrence has been with us for six years. And, feels like
2: a decade, and he has done a phenomenal job because in the whole history of this company not only did we just start as tobacco growers but when we first started making cigars we are called tropical tobacco right so tropical tobacco was the distributor of our cigars mm-hmm. in in the u.s but they didn't really distribute too many cigars it was more you know private lines for other people and, and whatnot so they're kind of like the importer okay yeah. so that's what it was and then uh, in 2004 2005 that's when they release the JFR, which is more of the bigger ring gauges. A uh, uh, very price conscious, a uh, uh, very flavorful, a lot of flavor, but more on the bigger ring gauges. So even me being new to the to to Aganorsa, and I'm going around uh, the nation and I'm visiting stores and and I'm talking to people as they're smoking JFRs, I'm like, oh, so uh, I'm from Fabian from Aganorsa. Have you smoked some Agonorsa? It's like, nah, I've never heard of it. I'm like, yeah, but you're smoking a JFR. It's like yeah no this is my favorite cigar i've been smoking this for 10 years i'm like oh you've been smoking agonorsa for 10 years a disconnect and and then and then he's like no i haven't i'm like well pick up the jfr box and look at who makes it (laughs) oh yes jfr is made by agonorsa yeah you're right okay so 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 our best-selling brand people didn't even know we made it right Mm -hmm. yeah so so then here comes more of a disconnect is tropical tobacco they change tropical tobacco to casa fernandez Mm -hmm. and then they start releasing some of these cigars, some of the, I call it normal people-sized cigars, like Rebusos and Toros and, and whatnot, in Casa Fernandez. Now, the problem is, is Fernandez is like the Smiths in, in the U.S. You open up the Fernandez or the, the phone book in Nicaragua and like two-thirds of it is Fernandez, right? Yeah. And especially when there's like marriage and they keep last names and this and that, whatever. Next thing you know, the kid has four last names and two of them is Fernandez. So that, that's kind of weird, but it's two different segments of Fernandez. <laughs> and, and everyone's got a house, so Casa Fernandez, it's like, oh, wow, uh, you know, people are going in. Um, I don't know if that happened to you, but people are going in, and, and you're trying to sell cigars. And, oh, yeah, we're Casa Fernandez. Oh, AJ makes those cigars for you? Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, uh, we do. So then so then, uh, ultimately, when Terrence showed up, that was one of the very first things he did. He changed it to Aganorsa. Now, I'm going to totally butcher it. But uh, Aganorsa is actually short for Agricultura Norca S.A., which is the name of our farms okay. uh, in Nicaragua. So so that's, you know, but that's a mouthful, even for me. So now they just named it Aganorsa, and we've heard many alliterations uh, of people saying Aganorsa. It's not the easiest name to say, but uh, ultimately we're at Aganorsa. And then, like Jeff said, we changed all our Casa Fernandez blends into something that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. So the arm, baby, the arm. The, the arm, yes. Unfortunately, if you look at our logo, we use Terence's arm for the logo. (laughs) Uh, We are looking for a new arm model. uh, 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 Someone who works out. uh, So we'll see. Two big Albanian guys. Okay. And if they you need, right. if you need, if you need someone bigger, my cousin too. So, <laughs> yeah. okay, all right. So we'll uh, we'll we'll
1: take applications and pictures of just arms. By the way, yes. of just, just arms. arms. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. And, and yes. speaking right. of butchering it, uh, our newest addition to the JFR family. You know, if somebody likes a seventy ring gauge, maybe they don't have uh, you know two three hours to smoke a seven by seventy. We have a much shorter version of five inch. It's called Mi Favorito, awesome. and, in, and in Spanish, I think that means your baby's adorable um oh, okay. so try it it's uh, they're delicious so make it, it them would in, be a, a great and, newborn and of course maduro a gift yes. for like someone
2: that just had a baby you absolutely know? That's, yeah. that's what that means it's like look at my little baby <laughs> and smoke it
1: yeah still on rosetta rosetta yeah. stone one oh sorry
0: this is the distinction that's uh being well known now so people are oh, yes. oh with that
1: going kind of, so yes yeah. uh happened last night actually a yeah. young man by the name of clay uh in the coffee industry you know, he's sitting there looking at our line. I've never had any of your cigars before, and I start naming some names and get to one of the uh, brands from Foundation, or the Company Foundation. Shout out to Nick Malilo, Great Blender. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and- please tell the world all the cigars that we make for everyone else. I'll, I'll get there. But So oh. I, I, I <laughs> happen to mention the El Winsay and the Wise Man Maduro, and he goes, I'm not lying. Those are my two favorite cigars that I buy mm-hmm. all the time, and I'm like, well, you're in the right place, brother. Right? <laughs> so it went it went very, very well. Um, yeah, so listen, we make a lot of cigars for a lot of people. Uh, we make uh, a lot of Warped. Uh, shout out to Kyle. Uh, again, just mentioned Nick Malillo. Uh We do uh, a lot of product for Lorenzo HVC, Havana City Cigars. Uh, Viaje. Uh, wonderful, Andre. Yeah, wonderful business model. Andre, yeah, uh, Lugion. Uh, let's see, number two. 10, 10 Ten cigar of the year was... Um, the uh, rare pink. Uh, and again, mm. thank God their master blender, Felix Mesa posted on his Instagram page. Thank you, Aganorsa for the 1800 bales. Uh, so, uh, you know, we didn't know if we were allowed to kind of talk about that. So when his post came out, I'm like, Terrence, can I mention that now? He goes, they're the ones yeah, knowledge. Out. It's 100%. It. So yeah. actually, uh, again, credit to our organization, Aganorsa, uh, again, you can't smoke ratings, but a couple years back, I think number three, uh, cigar of the year at the time was the, uh, wise man maduro from nick uh that year number eight was the guardian of the farm at the time it was under uh, warped with kyle the very next year uh number three cigar of the year was warped i think it's called the grand reserve that was number three and ours was number seven in the uh, lunatic short uh robusto i believe the maduro and we were the only one in the whole top 10 that was under 10 bucks heck i think at the time it was maybe 650 a stick hmm. so in reality we had four cigars in the top eight and back-to-back years that we made or someone else we blended you know they blended uh, from our factory, so, you know I'm hoping that our buddy uh, Eduardo uh, Fernandez, who's been masterful and growing and really taking over the agricultural world of Nicaragua and, and making uh, growing tobacco, uh, you know I'm hoping he gets his due uh, here in the near future. I think uh, truly one of the is most
2: humblest person,
1: sweetest guy in the world actually one of the uh, when we had a sales meeting down in miami one of the beautiful things was really uh, we make a new Cuba in an inexpensive mixed fill bundle as well uh so one of the after we started having a couple of drinks and, and guys were loosening up a little bit and we're all talking to eduardo one of the guys said hey eduardo he goes you know every day you know what's your favorite cigar that from our company or that we blend for anybody else you know he has access to everything he owns it you know yeah he was actually smoke a uh, new cube every day hmm. and you know somebody chuckled and he goes no no this is a new cube taking the band off he goes and then this guy's a billionaire he owns the company it costs him nothing he goes i feel bad they're all like my babies and he goes i get so busy i get on the phone i forget what i'm doing where i laid my cigar down and he goes and if i put down one of my better cigars from our company it really hurts my heart i've done that a few times he Mm -hmm. goes so i don't feel quite as bad with a you know maybe a three dollar retail stick that i've left behind that i'm searching for and i can just light up another one and it blew my mind that you know and that's how confident he is even in our bundle product because it's all our tobacco, mm. you know?
0: Well, yeah, because you don't want anything to go to waste too. I mean, of course. especially a product like this that you have to literally grow. It's all handmade. I mean, this isn't machine manufactured. So
2: what you got Back is what you got. orders comes with this business, right? And mm-hmm. people don't really understand that unless they've been in this industry for a long time. I've, I've talked to many people who were in different industries. They open up a cigar store or they buy a cigar store. And then all of a sudden I get a phone call. Hey, and so is back ordered okay yeah we're working on getting more cigars oh well i don't understand i used to be in the johnson johnson and when the uh, <laughs> aqua fresh uh with the you know whitening toothpaste was out we just plugged in and we just made more and we sold more i'm like i understand but there's no aqua fresh mm-hmm. uh, tobacco plant right. you, you know it's yeah. uh, you, you, tobacco is grown once a year in a sense in a different country it's grown like try try to be grown two or three times to get more tobacco but but mostly In Nicaragua, it's grown once a year and and you only grow X amount and Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Luckily for us, we have plenty of tobacco, right? So we don't we barely use we probably use 15, 20% of the tobacco that we grow every year. Yeah. So there's a lot of potential for us to grow very, very fast. Because if we need more tobacco, we just go to the barn and get more. Yeah. What does that mean five years down the road? If we go five years down the road, we go from twenty to thirty percent. Hey, we have that. That just means that that 10x 10% we didn't sell it to anybody else. So it's their problem. So, so what I, I foresee in this industry that it's still growing, it's marginally growing. Mm-hmm. There's, we're still selling more and more cigars, but there's not more and more tobacco being grown. Mm-hmm. Right. So there is going to be a, like a, a shift on some of these companies that don't necessarily grow their own tobacco. They're going to either have to pay a lot more because the tobacco from the tobacco growers is going to be less mm-hmm. available because yeah. they're going to start using, you know, uh, uh, their own stuff that's also one of the coolest things with you know our line right going back to eduardo eduardo's feeling is he wants everybody every cigar smoker to have a chance and try to get their hands on any of our cigars and what do i mean by that is the validation line which is our core line is anywhere between nine to eleven dollars uh, uh now in some states with the high tobacco tax it's gonna be 12 13 but it's usually around nine to ten nine nine to eleven dollars on, on the size and, and our most expensive line, which is the Anniversario line, which is usually anywhere between 15 to $17, $18 uh, uh, for a Lancero, but, which is wonderful. But yeah, that Corojo Lancero, which is a box mm. 7x40 box press. Not too many box press Lanceros in this industry. But Can we make the Maduro and a Lancero, please? Well, Asking one, for a one thing at a time. One <laughs> thing at a time. But what I'm saying is the guy who buys the $9 cigar, if he has something to celebrate, it's not too much of a jump to go to $16 for one cigar, yeah. right? And some other companies, they have their core line at $10, $12, and then their anniversary or their special, special cigars are at $25, $30. Mm-hmm. That's big of a break. For us, since we're fully vertical from, from the field, from the plant, to everything else, we, we work on a, on on a good margins that Eduardo is happy with, margins throughout the whole lines and and whatnot, and there's no middleman, because we're our own middlemen, and, I mean, we would be dumb to screw ourselves, so so we have the op- opportunity of being very price conscious mm-hmm. and having wonderful cigars for good prices. I've told people this anniversary line. If it was a private line for someone else, you could probably see this on the on the shelves for twenty three to twenty eight dollars, yeah. and yet you're seeing it for fifteen to seventeen. So
1: worth every penny. Uh, one of the things yeah. I I try to uh, you know, when you meet a customer and they're walking them down the aisles and you want to get them onto your brand. And, you know, one of the companies, uh, and again, I'm not trying to take a bat to the back of the head or get snatched. And you never see me again, the, the Padron family make wonderful cigars, the, uh, thousand series, you know, the naturals and the Maduros. I try to, if I can segue them over to our La Validacion, either Corojo or box press Maduro, you know, because again, you probably want to be a, you know, aniversario. Uh, smoker, uh, but maybe the pocketbook is not $20, $25 a stick. You're mm. more in that $9, $10 range. So, anyone listening out there, keep smoking by their own wonderful cigars. But if you ever get a chance to see La Valadecione in a, a box press Maduro or Corojo, I promise you for, again, 8 nine ten 9 $10, you are going to get uh, your money's worth and then some. So, absolutely. Yeah. That's my sales pitch. <laughs> I mean, you got to sell a little bit while you're on here. Trying, man. Trying. Trying to keep my job, it was touch and go in there in the beginning. So uh, trying to bring it back around. Bring well, it back someone around. was late. Yeah. Hey, I would didn't even help me bring anything in.
0: You didn't ask. I did everything. You didn't ask. I think he technically got here before you, but you know he had to. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> but who did you, you see first? That is true. I don't oh, know. Okay. He just right. Yeah. Just said he was here. He's like, exactly. yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. When you're the director, you just show up, right? All the laggies have <laughs> to do everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Just well, like
0: me. I say, yeah, I'm on my way, but I'm you know still at the house.
1: <laughs>
3: okay, Master Blender.
1: Oh, thanks. All right.
3: Yeah, he tried calling you up and you know we were going to tell you that we started
1: without you just to see what <sighs> you'd say. Have him once or twice. Talk to my girlfriend. <laughs> hey, don't... Sh-
2: oh, oh, wait a ooh. second.
3: No, she just start I mean, without by you? Herself, <laughs> but, wait I'm, a second. I'm good with that. I'm
2: happy. That, that's the Friday night conversation, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. man. We're, we're here Saturday, okay? All right. Let's go
1: back to the sweet tip
3: conversation.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, you guys have any questions for us?
0: Man, you did a very good job of laying everything out and I think you actually went through pretty much all our questions. Yeah. so oh, really? we, we got, got to sit back and listen to you talk, which is great. Okay.
1: And I do want to make a distinction real quick on the wonderful product that uh, the director over here has put uh, in front of us in the uh, New Cuba Superior uh, sweet tip. Uh, I did mention earlier our bundle product, uh, which is a mix fill. This truly is a long fill product. I don't mm-hmm. want you to confuse the two. One that comes in a bundle, one that comes in a box. I suggest you try this as well, even if you are a truly medium medium full-bodied smoker every day with a cup of coffee or as this young man who loves tea i would say smoke it in the morning with uh with a what do you call it earl gray or earl gray english breakfast something i don't know Uh, any chai i love minty boba saffron
0: a nice peppermint tea peppermint tea very good delicious
2: you know what this is a conversation right here you just brought this up right why is it that I have to deal with pumpkin spice starting July 15th? <laughs> Yo, and man. yet I only have 3 weeks of peppermint. I think whoa, we were just talking whoa, whoa, about whoa, whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A what, you got a problem ago. with pumpkin spice? Is hey, that what you're telling me right now. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. Hey. I'm more of a pump, I'm, okay, I'm more I, I of a you. peppermint guy. Like you, you know, if you, if I'm okay with peppermint, I'm I'm okay with pumpkin sp- spice for 6 months if I get 6 months of peppermint. But I get three weeks of peppermint and I get six months of pumpkin spice. I'm like, you know, when when July 4th comes around, nothing about July 4th tells me about pumpkin spice. I'm sorry. We were talking about this a previous episode. It seems like they keep bringing everything
0: earlier and earlier. So you have pumpkin spice like as early as midsummer. And then all of a sudden we have like the peppermint coffee and stuff. November 1st. It's like, why can't we just push it back till December where we have, you know, everybody slow your roll. Yeah, exactly. There's no fall now. It's just Halloween. And then straight to Christmas. But
2: you're a pumpkin spice guy? I am. I am a peppermint guy. He's too. 16, like, years Christmas. Old. <laughs> 17. Do you know Sorry, macaroni right? and cheese? Macaroni, craft
1: macaroni and cheese made of pumpkin spice macaroni and cheese? Oh, oh you I don't think I tried mean, it day of? I'm joking. Cheese? I'm joking. Anyone out yeah. there, uh, YouTube, if you haven't seen the SNL skit with Bill Burr and the uh, Sam Adams commercial that they shoot for like their uh, uh, pumpkin spice beer or whatever it is, it's, it's, it's absolutely hysterical. Two or three minutes. If you're having a bad day, it'll make you laugh, or it should make you laugh.
0: Yeah. So after this episode, when you're you know feeling a little down, gonna,
1: <laughs> you're like, oh man, we left the cigar, oh, guys. So let me yeah. go watch. Open it. a new yeah, so tab. Sad, so
2: sad. Yeah. Stop watching us and go to YouTube. Okay. I that's that's later. what bad, That's what Jeff then. said. You know. What yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. right. yeah. a good what a good salesperson for YouTube. Redirect them. It's okay. okay. Hopefully, they're I watching this on YouTube. I'm so. i, don't <laughs> start. I don't stop. Nice. nice. No, that's good, man. I mean, we we Jeff has a lot of other information. Would you like to share a lot of information since you're the master blender? Smoke
1: Aganor cigars. They're wonderful. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> They're delicious.
3: You, you know, I mean, they are they are great cigars. They're great people. Of course, you could tell from here from one of them. I'm gonna let you guys pick which one. <laughs> I think wow. I think that was a shot at me. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Uh, either or you know i want to take a shot at one of you a little bit but no no, no, no it's a great company i mean every cigar i've had you know from agonorsa has I think been fantastic the,
0: yeah the experience that you guys offer to when you go to do the events of the lounges and stuff is pretty cool i mean no one else is doing it as far as i've seen um obviously no one as big as agonorsa leaf is doing it correct me if i'm wrong i haven't seen it but yeah, it's even, a very unique experience
3: yeah even when alex did it the first time, like how. How, was it last year or no, no, no i mean it was, it was mid this oh, year mid, yeah, mid yeah. this year yeah when he did it and i didn't go to it and he's sending us videos and stuff i'm like what the hell that that looks cool as hell you know <laughs> why didn't you tell us about it he's like dude i just showed up and it, they were here and i'm like i'm like oh okay and then you guys did it last night too yes right yes. yeah and then last night i passed out at like eight <laughs> o'clock so they're all texting They're, I, I woke up to like 100 text messages and i'm like are you serious right now? <laughs> Two times I missed it. We brought the experience
2: to you. you that's know, true. And here, I appreciate that. Here's here's I'm going to drop a little bit more knowledge. Okay. Okay. So, like I said, I was at Drew State for 19 years. And coming from... Uh, uh, I was undercover, undercover security at Disneyland before then. Oh. I have great stories about that. But that's for the probably the Sunday morning show. <laughs> but going into the cigar industry i didn't know any i didn't know anything i literally i knew you cut one end you light the other so so as i'm learning more and more about the cigar industry and on top of that learning about a very non-traditional cigar in the very traditional cigar world all these people are telling me all these stories about the tobacco about this and that whatever so i never questioned them about well what if or 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 what does that do or i just took these stories and i i just put them in my own words and then for Nineteen years, go out and I tell all these stories. This and that, whatever. Okay, why did I say this? Because when Eduardo Fernandez uh, uh, hired me, then he's like, "Well, can you come down to the factory?" And I'd love to uh, take you around the factory for three days. And uh, you know, we do things good, but I know we can always do things better. And uh, I, you know, uh, come in and, and let us let me know what you think. And you know, this and that, whatever. So I, I literally go down, and when a billionaire tells you he's going to pick you up at the Managua Airport. You know what? What do you think? You, you know, like uh, uh, you're thinking, okay, all right, well, it's going to be, you know, I'm probably the one Escalade in Nicaragua and you know, <laughs> whatever this and that whatever. And no, Eduardo, being Eduardo, is literally waiting for me at baggage claim. He's like, <laughs> Fabian. I'm like, Eduardo, hey, how you doing? And then, and literally, he drives me up to Esteli, which is a three and a half hour drive. And during the during the uh, the, the three and a half hours, he tells me all these stories and this and I, whatever. And we finally get to the factory. And right when we get to the factory, he like shows me the keys you guys are these are the keys of the factory i'm like yo dude like i've been in this industry for 19 years that doesn't know that doesn't mean i know how to run a factory right and he goes no no i'm not giving you the keys of the factory what i'm telling you is there's no closed door there the, there's full transparency ask a, a question everything because we can always do things better you're a new set of eyes that comes from some completely different so we sometimes we're you know pigeon Uh, uh, But we we, we have a very tunnel tunnel like vision and we don't really see the outside. So so we want you to to question everything. Okay, All right. So I learned more with in three days with Eduardo than I did in 19 years about tobacco, tobacco. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's one of the things that I learned and I'm not here. uh, 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 Here's the legal mumbo jumbo. I'm not here to tell you Aganorsa does it better. Other yes, companies do. do it better, and <laughs> this and that, whatever. Okay, what I'm what I'm going to give you is are, are facts, and then you can from those facts and from your cigar knowledge, you're going to realize w- what you think is best and, and whatnot. Okay, have you guys been to uh, a cigar uh, uh, factory?
0: Uh, yes.
2: Okay, so so I've been I've been to eight of them, right? So so a, a whole bunch of them, and and I'm sure. It, tell me if I'm wrong or not, but they they take you. This is the leaves. This, we're drying the leaves, then, then look at these beautiful polones. Polones are made out of bunches, 50 leaves of palone. And then we rotate the polones because the polones get to a certain degrees. And as we're rotating them, we're wetting the leaves and then we're putting them up there. And then, and then we have their meat, huge meat thermometer that goes in the middle. And our polones are anywhere between 131 degrees to so 135 degrees. And, and the whole process lasts nine to 12 months. And then look how beautiful these dark leaves are after nine to 12 months uh, uh, it's it's so beautiful maduro's like dark 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 you've heard that yeah any every manufacturer in nicaragua honduras and and dominican again i haven't been to every single one of them but i've been enough to do enough of them they all pretty much tell you that whole story mm-hmm. okay so now i'm at agonorsa and i'm walking through the 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 warehouse of polones and polones and polones and then Eduardo's like, all right, so look at this. They're they're in the process of, of moving the polones uh, uh, the leaves on the bottom, rotating the polones, the bunches and the bunches. And as I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, all right, that's cool. And then Eduardo's like, well, do you see something that uh, most likely everyone else uses that we don't? I'm like, yeah, water. He's like, that's, that's right, Fabian. I'm like, other manufacturers say the, the secret ingredient is water. For us, Agnor said the secret ingredient is time, hmm. and I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. Like, uh, uh, why why don't you add any water? I mean, doesn't the water uh, create the heat and the combustion and whatever? He's like, he's like, no. He's like, do you take a shower in the morning? I'm like, yes, mostly. Uh, uh, I, I I do. So Sometimes, I like, well, he did today, <laughs> and then and then it's like, well, when you take a shower, what happens when you take a shower? You're washing off all the oils and the smells off mm. your skin what do you think happens every time water is introduced to the leaf mm. now he's not saying i'm not saying that someone's scrubbing the leaf with water but anytime you put water on the leaf you have a chance of the oils yeah, washing the flavor away, washing the oils off yeah. and when the heat index or or the the on the center is 131 to 135 degrees you also have a higher chance of burning some of those oils off yeah the our polones at our factory are anywhere between one hundred ten to one hundred fifteen degrees. So there's a twenty different twenty degree difference, right? So there needs to be more time. So so our balloons at Aganorsa take a uh, uh, two years to two years and two months for the whole process to go through. And yet they're still rotated the same amount of time mm-hmm. as any other manufacturer. But it's just a longer process. Now don't take my don't take my 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 word for it. Is you can take any Maduro off of our lines. Compare it to any other Maduro from any other lines. And our Maduros are not going to be as dark. Hmm. They're not going to be as dark because we're not, in a sense, cooking our tobacco because our tobacco, it doesn't reach those high uh, uh, temperatures, temperatures yeah. in, in, on the inside, right? When we're sitting here and we're smoking cigars and we're getting the flavors, when we did the Fumas, you're getting the flavors. The flavors. What are you getting the flavors from? It's the oils on the leaf, okay? So not only does our process, which was told to us by Cubans who've been doing it for 450 years. That's how the Cubans actually do it is, is they they do it that way. That's how our tobacco is always more flavorful Mm -hmm. than other people. All the other manufacturers. It could be very easily for them to do it the same way. Right. But because a lot of those manufacturers aren't tobacco growers, they need to push that tobacco through the system Mm -hmm. a lot more because they're buying tobacco this year. They're going through the process next year, this and that, whatever. They need to make that tobacco into cigars to sell it, right? Because yeah. they need to recoup that money that they put up front. Technically, for us, we never put any money up front because we're f- all the way from the beginning of the seed. So, yeah, technically, when we bought the seeds or whatever, that's when we put the money in. But we can have slow progress because we've been, we have we plenty of tobacco in the pipeline and, and whatnot. So our, our, our true ingredient is... You know, as they say, like your mom always says, hey, my, my special ingredient when I'm making dinner is love, right? Yeah, okay, we have love, lots of love in Naganosa, <laughs> but our secret ingredient is time. Mm-hmm. So so you go out there and, and, and sometimes, because our Maduros aren't necessarily as dark, you can have a box of JFR Corojo right next to a box of JFR Maduro, and it's kind of like, which one's which? Because our Corojos are a little bit darker, our Maduros are a little lighter, and they kind of look the same a little bit. Yeah. You know, you have to look at the band, one's gold and one's uh, uh, silver, and that tells you which one's which. But yeah, I mean, that's one of the cool things that I learned at Aganorsa, and, and I, I make a point to tell people, not necessarily, oh, we're doing it the right way, this is our way of doing it, and then it makes sense. It, it truly it truly does. Mm-hmm. No, so, I mean,
3: it's good to have a second set of eyes, you know, to be able to witness that because we've had people on the show where they will go to factories they'll work in the factories um and they'll be like oh yeah i wasn't allowed to go in that room they're doing stuff in there whatever oh i can't go in there i can't go in there so the fact that he was willing to be like hey listen here are the keys let me show you around any open door i mean that's amazing it's it's transparent and any good restaurant you know you're like oh a fine dining establishment you're like I'm going to go there for my anniversary. I love that place, whatever. Right, you want to sit at you the know. chef's table. See exactly. what's going on in the back. And they'll tell you exactly what they're doing. Yep. You know, the restaurants that are hiding stuff, then that's when you're like, you're like, ah, you know, that that food's okay. I mean, I'm sure some of them are fantastic, but even if you ask them, you know, they'll tell you. But it, it's just amazing the fact that he picked you up and he's, mm-hmm. like, he's like, yep, anywhere you want to go. Let's is, go check it out. Is this the
1: karaoke portion where we sing that song? Time is on my side. Oh, no. You're supposed to say yes. Uh, it is. Uh, Come on, I man. We re- re- we rehearsed <laughs> this all night. I'm, I'm sorry, man. God, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I tried it's everything you
2: ever want. There we go, baby. Yeah. Everything so, you ever what? need. <laughs> what do you? What do you think? <laughs> and it's here, right in front of you. I of tobacco for the rest of your life. You guys have your own theme song too.
3: I could really tell they practiced this last night. That's why he was late. He didn't sleep all
1: night. You know, (laughs) I'm uh, surprised I have a voice this morning. So also uh, talking about going to the uh, factory and, uh, you know, not being handed a set of keys. At day one, or given a very cool varsity jacket. Wasn't it wasn't even day five. one. This is prior but, to day you one. Know, this exactly. is just like, hey, we're considering years. you. I don't got a jacket, but no, so going into. <laughs> and you're a master blender. I can't believe <laughs> that. <laughs> My jacket's going to say master blender. The Connecticut, so, the Connecticut. How I wanted to learn the entire process from beginning to end, becoming a master blender for Aganorsa, which is not true. Um, what is true, going into one of the uh, barns and seeing all our tobacco and, you know, people working very hard, climbing exponentially five rows up. I don't even know how big the. The barn was that we it's were a curing, in. Barn. The curing, curing, curing barn yes yeah. took me two seconds and i happen to be always the last guy walking in the room just like today uh <laughs> eduardo happened to be beside me i go eduardo now they're on the very top rung right now right they're moving stuff and i go can i go up there and help them move tobacco and he goes yeah just be careful so i go climbing up climb 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 it gets exponentially warmer and warmer and warmer the part that i found very interesting is i'm clutched onto these you know tree logs uh, with my legs and arms and moving very carefully these guys I don't even know if their legs were wrapped around the poles or how they were even able to balance themselves Was truly unique but I'm up there moving tobacco with them right hey it's okay amigo and yeah okay I'm moving it over and as I'm like oh don't fall in you know and Terrence of course he's like you know he's counting heads you know like because we're all children grown grown children and he goes where's Groover he looks up and he goes get down from there get down from there right now and I'm like no no, no. Eduardo said I could come up here leave me alone you know <laughs> I was up there two minutes and, yeah. then be- and then I became a master blender. Yeah, you know, as, <laughs>
3: as a certified aerospace engineer on here, you know, uh, hot air does rise.
0: So that's why we got warmer.
3: When up. All right, Doogie Houser.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome, though. And then, like any good business, too, you know, like you said, Eduardo, all those guys have been doing it for so long. They have their certain set of ways of doing things. It's smart to bring in a new set of eyes because you might be missing something, just like any business. I've been doing it for this way for so long, but. You should be open to new ideas, new ways of doing things, because then, you know, that company might become twice as better.
2: Yeah. Well, the cool thing is, is well, it's not necessarily cool, but it's cool for us. In Cuba, there's a small little rule that when you turn 60 years old, the government makes you retire. Whether you're ready to retire or you don't want to retire, you're retired the second you turn 60. Okay, all right. But Eduardo being Cuban then contacts some of those guys and, hey, you still want to work? Mm-hmm. And then they come, they come and they start working for us. We have a guy in, uh, uh, I won't What's
1: even, his name? They're, they're not,
2: they're not working. They're hanging out. Well, no, they're, they're working. They're working. <laughs> uh, we have a dude who's 83 years old and he's been in the tobacco industry for 61 years. Mm. And he's in charge of all our growing farms in Jalapa. Wow. Uh, and uh, his name is Chandito. 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 I see, Chandito. Yeah. And I think he has and, a
1: wife that's like. 31 and he has like a six-year-old or something I'm like god oh, bless yeah. facebook stalker or what no like, they told us that when we met the guy i was like oh. god bless him i shook his you understood, hand. understood what he said because
2: i was with a whole bunch of dudes and no one understood what it's, he was saying it was some like backwoods cuban stuff like blender, Stone. you have to be able to
1: speak spanish oh. <laughs> okay All right. again All right. mi favorito you have an adorable yeah. baby right that's yeah. what it means
2: well and then the and then the other guy who's actually in charge of everything uh his Hasito. And Jacinto is 63 years old. He's been in the tobacco industry for like 40, 41, year, 41 years or 40, 40 years. So, so they have such knowledgeable uh, information, which they pass on. And, and you know, they, they do it. They, they, they do it a certain way. And, and that way works, right? That way works. But also all, all the time is as things evolve a little bit, you want to have a fresh set of eyes and, and whatnot. Like, for instance, there's two... Draw test machines, right? Now I'm, I'm really pulling back the curtain. There's there's two draw testing machines, and uh, Eduardo's like, "All right, so we make on average about twenty four to twenty seven thousand cigars a day, and and all these cigars are being draw tested and this and that whatever." I'm like, "Wait, wait a second. We make 25,000 25, cigars, and you're telling me these two dudes draw, draw test twenty five cigars, uh, you know, while they're sitting there drinking coffee? I'm like, yeah." uh um, same thing we're drinking right now mo- most most likely they're not they're not necessarily so then eduardo turns around and he asks something in spanish and, and the other guy's like yeah no we, we we draw test like one out of every 10 cigars or this and that whatever i'm like all right well hey whatever you, you do you do but you know if you're telling me you draw testing every single cigar you better be draw testing every single so now they've actually changed to my knowledge they changed it they actually got a couple more draw testing machines mm. and they're actually draw testing every single machine oh, wow. every single cigar but it's just like you know, little thing, little things like that, where I was both the most nervous ever in twenty years of in the cigar industry, where I'm walking around with with Eduardo. And you gotta understand, for pretty much pretty much before I got in the a- Nosa, I was a sweet guy. I was acid, sweet Jane, like I said. I, I, I made sweet Jane. Uh, uh, I was smoking nothing but sweet cigars. Yeah, I had the occasional Undercrown, I had the occasional Liga, whatever. But I never really truly uh, enjoyed those cigars because I didn't really know what to look for. I actually look forward to smoking a Liga now because I'm I, I can actually pick out some of those. Oh wait, there's Aguardiente tobacco in there, right? So 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 now oh, yeah, it is. I, I forgot
1: to mention Drew earlier. I think they're the biggest purchaser. Of second. Tub, second, second after Altadis. Thank you.
2: But we're walking through these palones, and all of a sudden, Eduardo's like, "Let's try this cigar. Let's try this tobacco." So he pulled literally pulls a leaf and deveins it and then we have two parts and then he creates a little fuma he's like all right try this I'm like okay that's kind of weird i've never done this before but okay let's do this so as as you guys did right here i'd smell it i'd take a i draw uh, before pre-light draw a puff and i start smoking it and then all of a sudden Eduardo's like what do you taste and i'm like Holy crap. Uh, it's like, this guy's going to think I'm an imposter. Like, <laughs> like, what am I tasting? It's not sweet. Like, what am I supposed to be tasting? Like, what? So finally, I I just closed my eyes. And I took one big puff from this Fuma. And I told myself, whatever I think I'm tasting, I'm just going to say. And and if he, if he, you know, says anything about it, I'm like, well, listen, we have different taste buds, right? <laughs> this is my opinion. I could be right. You could be whatever you have your opinion. So I literally take a puff and then I describe what I'm tasting, and then he grabs grabs a little fuma and then he he cuts the tip and then he you know he he tries it, and then he takes a puff. And he's like, "Man, you have a good taste palate," and I'm like, "That's where I'm like, yes, I could, I was a cigar taster this whole time. I just never knew about it." You know? Is that is that how you got the jacket? No, I got the jacket by ordering it on on Instagram. Uh, uh, that's uh, how I got the jacket. But I gotta get a jacket. yeah, well, you know. It, I, I won't say what shows up on your Instagram feed. Mine is like Letterman jackets and stuff, but yours, uh, you know, I took a sneak so, peek. So,
3: so we got a master blender and then a certified taste tester.
2: I'm a certified taste tester. Okay. I know exactly what uh, I'm tasting every time I so, uh, I taste a cigar. Now, with that said, is Paul Palmer? You guys know Paul Palmer. Paul's great. Pa- Paul is the uh, the president of of Aganor. Okay, uh, yeah. he's um, the palate. He's he literally is the palate. He's one of those guys. I would say. There's very, very few. If you were to put like a Mount Rushmore of, of cigar tasters, Paul, I would I would put up there. Uh, uh, Dion, I would put up there because they, you can give them an unbanded cigar and they can literally tell you which country, mm. which farm and most likely which year and, and Dion, in, in some certainty, which lot on the farm. Wow. That, that that tobacco came from. I mean, it's it's insane, we'll, right? We'll give him the base of cigar, and then we'll see how good he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you no, you do that. You actually, if you ever got if you guys ever talk to um, Eric Espinoza, you ask Eric Espinoza bro, bro, about bro. Dion's palate, and he has a phenomenal story about it. Okay. So so uh, you, you know that's that's a, that's a, that's a story you got to ask Eric Espinoza. But but Paul. And I sit down when I'm in the office and, and he gives me an unbanned cigar. He's like, all right, let's let's try this. And, and that's the coolest part is like he actually wants he wants to help me out. And he wants to, like, teach me about stuff as I'm trying to figure things out with other things, sales and international and marketing. And let, let's get my, more ashtrays and whatnot. He wants to know, no, just relax. I want you to understand the tobacco in this. Now. and I'm like, this dude could spend his time any way he wants to, but he wants to spend his time, like, teach me. So it's cool. So what I've noticed is the way I describe cigars are very different than what a true tobacco person would describe a cigar like, but we get to the same point. Mm -hmm. You know, like like I say, woodsy, but woodsy to some people is very leathery. Yeah. Right. So 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 it's two different ways, but we get to the to the final. So so it's it's a great conversation. It opens up great conversations between the two because we're understanding where you know I don't want to say like old school versus new school, but but it's, it just gives a great conversation. That's my favorite time of the day is when he comes to my office uh, uh, and he goes, OK, you've been on the computer for too long. Let's time to smoke a cigar. You know, yeah. I mean,
1: you... you got an
2: office, too? I got a
3: desk. And a jacket. And I got a desk. Keys. But
2: yeah, no, I understand what you're saying.
3: Even with uh, uh, Alex's girlfriend, um, she would when they started dating, she didn't smoke any cigars. But then she started tasting it and she would give the most random flavors. But it would be of common items like cinnamon
0: toast crunch and marshmallow and stuff like that. Yeah,
3: so she would she would like just take a puff and like she'd try and be like, yeah, this reminds me of cinnamon toast crunch, you know. And then you know, but from that, you know, we would post the TikToks and stuff. Um, People would be able to, and we would be able to like bring that back and be like, okay, it has notes of cinnamon, it has notes of uh, whatever, you know, like you said, oh, leather and earth uh, or woody. Um, So we would be able to dissect what she said. Bring it back to those natural flavors, and then put out what it actually you know tastes like to a cigar enthusiast. Yeah. Um, and when she started doing that, it was fantastic. Just because we we're like, oh my god, yeah, you're right. It does taste like that.
2: Did she go? These taste like
1: cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> I and think so. Like, yeah. This does taste like Pretty cinnamon much. toast crunch. Good job, director. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna stay with that. I'm sorry. I'll take it, I'll, executive
2: master blender thank you yes
0: man well this has been great i appreciate you guys coming on seriously yeah of course man. Our of pleasure. i think this is going to be a great episode for the
2: viewers now i have one small favor to ask sure don't tell terrence i did this because terrence loves being on all the podcasts and he would be very right. mad at me well he's especially. invited to come on anytime
1: too he, yeah he, oh, of okay. course right. yeah no, we're so not excluding upset. him he cannot be here yeah he's so and, and in tell you him he's welcome Take Anytime. A, yeah. Take a picture with another Agonorsa lover. Do the flex. Make sure there's three of you, and text the picture to Terrence. And always put three best friends. Right. <laughs> so he knows he's not included in that group, and he'll just he'll pace even quicker than he normally does. And his relaxing khakis and loafers, and it's, it's strange. It's, yeah. We'll, we'll have great him. Guy, great we'll, guy, though. We'll have him
3: on here by himself. Yeah. And, and he we'll can just, correct everything you guys said. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We'll just talk about the whole time how he felt
2: excluded from this one. Absolutely. Yep. No, it's going to have to be a portable mic and someone's going to have to be on the camera because he doesn't yeah. really stand still too no long. Man. So, you know. but yeah, that's fine. We can deal with that. We can okay. deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to yeah. need more running room in here. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. Terrence, like- we love you. Love you, buddy. <laughs> yes. We'll do it on site. You know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you get, do you guys go down to, to Miami often or no?
0: Not Mi- often, but we're making more trips down there. Yeah. Okay.
2: Stop by. Absolutely. I, I challenge you guys. OK, so so in our factory or in our warehouse, we have Elizabeth, who is a master 10 uh, uh, roller, and and it's the highest of the highest uh, uh, rolling levels that you can get in the Cuban Rolling Academy, which in a sense pretty much goes, hey, Elizabeth, here's some tobacco. I would like this size without any mold with just a piece of newspaper Hmm. she will know exactly what how much tobacco to use and then five minutes later she will make you the most beautiful whatever size you want so what what i challenge you guys to is all you guys come down and we will see who the best master roller roller is between you guys okay and we will have her judge okay uh, Let's
1: do that. Yeah. yeah, I
2: like that idea. Let's and, go. And, and okay. the best
1: part, if you try to make one, she'll make ten. To <laughs> your one, truly. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah no, uh, uh, we've done that. Actually, there's a there's a show. Uh, 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 our, our Tim I was talking yeah. about came down and he did that with Terrence, and it just so happens even though Terrence has been learning and trying to roll a cigar, Tim rolled a better cigar oh, than wow. he did. But and Elizabeth is out there with her Spanish, going, "You're doing this wrong. You're doing this." Wrong. <laughs> But no, I mean it's fun and, and it's a cool interactive thing and, and it will truly show your audience that rolling a cigar is an art mm. because you know a lot of people take that for adva- uh, take that for, for for for
0: granted for granted yeah.
2: because they're sitting back in their luscious big chair with whatever they're drinking and they're enjoying their very well rolled cigar very well burned cigar and the draws it. and they're like yeah okay whatever it's easy it's easy it's it's not as easy as mm-hmm. you think and when you're out there trying to do one you're like holy crap, this is hard. Yeah. Like Aganorsa would not be Aganorsa if they had me rolling cigars. Of course, yeah. You know? I mean, uh, uh, there'd be more uh, ammunition for Ukraine if I was rolling cigars, right? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. So yeah, I welcome, I invite you guys to come down to Miami to our warehouse. Uh, uh, we'll we'll set, we'll set that up and whatnot. And, and, ma- and make, make sure you it.
1: stop in the front office, say hi to uh, Maritza and Gigi. These ladies save my uh, Heine on a daily basis <laughs> with the uh, messed up orders that I turn in. And uh, Maritza who's your favorite now oh i am you got a jacket nope, number nope. one got a jacket <laughs> number
0: one no i appreciate my the girl. offer yeah seriously right. we're definitely gonna schedule that with you so guys.
3: basically we have to go up to jersey with a cigar host learn how to roll a cigar so this way when oh, we go there wow. sitting right in front of us wow. <laughs> and then when we go they're gonna be like oh my god
2: the cigar guys doing a pretty <laughs> good job <laughs> he, he's well, taking it's, this it's challenge a, serious. It's, a, it's a challenge between yeah. you guys of right course, to yeah. see who the best master roller ah. is for you guys so I'm not going to be in the challenge because <laughs> I'm going to be dead last no matter what, right? But uh, I'll be there telling telling stories, you know. I mean, so it is what it is. And if you need to know the blend, just call me. Yeah. yeah, master blender. Thank you, master blender. Thank master
1: blender. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we're so lucky to have a master blender on the show. <sighs> we really are. Every time, you know. it's a pleasure. <laughs>
3: Uh, I, I feel like I can't even sit here in front of you. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> you know,
1: you're amongst royalty. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I know. I,
3: and I have a hat on. I'm sorry for
0: being disrespectful. We'll let it
3: slide. <laughs> you're 16.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you guys again very much for coming on, for sharing your knowledge and everything that you've told us. It's Gentlemen, been a pleasure. thank you for having yeah. us. Yeah, but make sure you guys Thanks subscribe you. to the Cigar Guys podcast and hit the notification bell so you can stay updated when we upload new episodes. All our social media is in the description as well. A bunch of short clips for you to review. But again, check out Aganorsa Leaf. Go to your local lounge. Ask for some uh, different cigars to try. they got a lot of great stuff. Everything we've had has been phenomenal. But yeah, thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next
1: time. Everyone flex in unison. And then my best Terrence Riley. Cigar guys. (laughs)